I'm Allie Riley, and you're watching 110 Football. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Angels Wear Boots. It was not the result we wanted over the weekend, but we'll get into that in just a minute. First, let me introduce you to today's panel. To my left, returning, we have Jen Munoz. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? In the very fabulous <laughs> pink blazer. And of course, we have Miss Nina Kiefer. Hey, everybody. Good to see you again. And last but not least, Lauren Sesselman. Hi, everybody. And all I can say is, why? <laughs> If you feel like Lauren does, make sure you get into the chat. Let us know your comments, questions, anything you've got going on. And then hit that like button and subscribe. Ring the bell. Ring, <laughs> the, ring the bell. And we have to give a special shout out because our dear friend Jess is in the chat. And we miss you so much. Hi, Jessica. We Hi. miss you. We love you. <laughs> Um, oh, and then also I want to give a shout out to Bayside Creations for sending me these amazing Angel City shoes. Those you are guys so cool. You got the drip drip on today. You're gonna make me, oh, you're gonna make Ooh. me do a little dance. Yes, so I cool. I got the custom Angel City dunks. Thank you so much. You guys got to go check them out. Those are about to go viral. <laughs> yes. Oh, you're so welcome. Do they have Please them my size? Viral. Whatever know, size right? you want, honey. Okay. Ooh. I like them. I need them. <laughs> Well, like I said at the top of the show, it was a disappointing result for Angel City on Saturday. Let's rip the Band-Aid off and talk about it. It's time for hashtag trending. So we had a two-goal lead and ended up giving it up and losing to the rain at home. So let's talk about it. Let's go with you, Nina. What are your thoughts on the match? Uh, I mean, it was just painful, you know, re-watching that match again. I kind of felt devastated all over again. You have a match like that. And last week I said, we're not losing any. We're going to tie and we're going to win. And to have a lead like that and to give it up, it's just painful. It's very painful. Um, I was running around my hotel room. I was in Chicago and I was watching this game. It was like, <laughs> <gasps> going into halftime. I was like, we got this. But we all know 2-0. And Jen, we, we, we talked about this. 2-0 lead. It's like, like the thing of the soccer world, if you go into halftime with a 2-0 lead, it's one of the hardest leads to, to keep, right? It's the worst. I mean, ever since I was little, I've been told 2-0 two, is the worst lead, and I've always wondered why. But I think growing up, it's kind of like you get that confidence, but you can easily get that ripped away, which is exactly what happened, which is very I have never heard about this before. I like I felt good, like, oh, we're up to nothing. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I went into halftime feeling really solid. I didn't know it was a curse. Especially that PK saved yes. by DD right going into halftime. I was like, we we got this game in the bag. Exactly. Oh. And I'm sure the girls felt that way too, that confidence, that momentum, and I'm sure they kind of maybe took their foot off the pedal a little bit. I mean, mm -hmm. as a player, I think I would kind of try not to do that, but it's in my head. So yeah. Ooh, like you just have the cockiness almost where you're like, Hey, our keeper came up big. We're up to nothing. Right. We're good. We're going to coast. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure it made, you know, OL just kind of push even more, push even yeah. harder, too. Mm -hmm. Well, the sucky thing is also coming into this match, we were actually like pretty even in the standings. They were one above us, but that wasn't because of their number of wins or points. It was because of head to head and the way the NWSL does tiebreakers. Mm -hmm. So we needed this win. This could be the distinction between making playoffs and not, especially considering where we sit on the line right now. We're in the middle. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, number seven, right? But also let's talk about all oh, rain. They have a, a quality squad. You know, they came back in that game. They had 25 shots. 25 shots, mm -hmm. and well, I forgot how many on target, but 12. I mean, they could have had a lot more. 
Yeah. 12 Let's on target. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Goal right here. Oh, also, so painful. Hats off to Huerta, who's ha had an oh. incredible match. Banger. Oh yeah, incredible match. And I mean, Tobin Heath coming on, I felt it. I I know. I mean, we all know how Tobin plays, right? I felt that she comes in and she she wanted it. She was like, it was like a spark. I feel like yeah, it was a spark for them. Yeah. I was gonna say, I, I I'm angry at Tobin Heath, and I'm surprised <laughs> that she was able to do that to us. That's just rude. I'm. I That's was looking true. back actually, and Tobin Heath was first at the bank on May 5th at the Mother's Day game. That was the first time Tobin Heath had ever come back after oh, she got, yeah. so as we like look ahead to our next match also, it's like something poetic about Tobin Heath coming back and then scoring against us. I mean, she's had a lot of injuries too, so hats off to her, it was yeah. a great goal. I mean, obviously it's devastating to lose in such a fashion, but it is great, I mean, for the league to have Tobin back and to be scoring like that. Mm -hmm. um, definitely missed her over here. But let's dive deeper into what exactly went wrong on Saturday. First, let's listen in to what Freya Coombe had to say after the match. In the first half, we were able to uh, move the ball and break the pressure. I think we were able to take a little bit of risk, and so I think our first uh, goal and, and the second goal led to us being able to relieve pressure through their press, and we were able to play. Um, and then some great balls from uh, Savannah McCastle in order to set them up. I think we, we lost that ability to possess the ball and move the ball. Um, I think our movement stopped in the second half um, in order for us to be able to have any possession. Um, and I think that when we were just defending on the back foot, I think our spaces that we were looking to defend our midfield got really large um, and they were able to find their players in those spaces. Um, so I think that was a, a big contributing factor. We weren't able to get compact enough and defend the space. So what are your thoughts on that? I know you had talked about it a little bit, but do, do you agree, agree with Freya? What other like factors do you feel like contributed to this sort of second half collapse? I mean, going back to that 2-0, you know, being up 2-0, I think, in the second half, OL came in a lot stronger, a <coughs> lot more, you know, heavier. I think the girls, like I said, took their foot off the gas a little bit. And also, I think their middle was just being outplayed, just like she said. And I also think it was just kind of a little frantic, and especially after OL scored that, their first goal, it upped up their energy, and I think it made the girls kind of, you know, like I said, get a little frantic. Mm -hmm. John Jackson in the chat is saying, we couldn't build out of the midfield, same as always, and long crosses aren't gonna get past Cook very often. It's mm -hmm. a great point, John. You know, it's really difficult when we have moments like that where, you know, you had all the momentum and it goes away, but I think also to the point that Lauren was making earlier, we had nine shots to their 25, only four of ours on target to their 12. So. Oh, yeah, let's Real take quick, a look. Let's take a look at this, and then I have a question for you all. Let's see our expected goals. Wow. wow. Oh, my goodness. It's just painful to see, I think, a little also, bit. Sometimes <laughs> how these games go, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they could, I mean, we were up 2 0. We, we capitalized when we needed to capitalize. But then, oh, well, I mean, look at, I mean, they, they could have had, Heidema could have had a lot more goals I could for them. And Fishlock, she, she was incredible this game. I, she was all over the place. You oh know? yeah, yeah. So you have to give a lot of credit to her. So Fishlock looked amazing, and but I think when you really look at the totality of this game, like they could have had that goal from the PK yeah. that Heracich saved, mm -hmm. and also Nielsen came up big with a shot, uh, with the save on the line from mm -hmm. that Hoytema shot. So it could have easily been what five two. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's Very insane. True. So a question for you all, because um, John had said in the middle that you just brought up in our chat that we couldn't build out of the midfield as always. What do you think that issue is? Because we have such strong pieces in the midfield. What? Why are we having issues creating plays um, from the center? 
Do you think maybe it was because we were sitting back a little bit more? Up to zero, obviously, it's a given. You're going to sit back. Do you think that's why? I think that has a lot to do with it, um, but I also just feel like the chemistry changed again for the team. Mm -hmm. You know, we're always happy when we get players back, but, I mean, maybe you guys can talk about that. What, is, what does it take to build team chemistry? We talked about it once, I think, and we said it starts off the pitch, but having a player change out in a position that's a key position like Jasmine Spencer coming mm -hmm. back, what does that do for the team? Yeah, I mean, let, let's actually talk about Jasmine Spencer a little bit. Hammond, I thought, was playing great in the first half. You know, she had had kind of a, a sh shaky uh, beginning of the season, and so we didn't know if we were going to see her again, and she stepped up, and she was playing really well, came out with a little bit of a hammy issue. Spencer coming back in. She's been out for two months. Uh, John set it up here in the chat. Been out for two months, and it's always difficult coming back when you're out for two months, coming back into a position. She still doesn't know that position that well. She's been playing there all season, but as you could see, even in the game, she was getting forward and getting forward, and Taylor and other people had to kind of fill in for her, and that's kind of where we got caught up, I think. I think she was out of position a lot, and I think that's where those goals came from. Um, so, and then especially that last one. So for me, um, I kind of feel for her a little bit because it's always difficult, right? Coming back from injury. I don't know, uh, Jen, if you can attest to that or anything, but um, it's just kind of getting your wherewithal and back in that environment. And I mean, it's different in training and you step into a game situation, it's completely different. So. Oh yeah, I completely agree. I think you could train, you could get into that momentum, but it's a game. So once it's game time, it, the momentum changes, it goes up a little bit. And I think, like you said, she's out of position too. So that's another key factor mentally. And soccer is such a mental game that even coming back from injury, you're not going to be the same person. Yeah. Even if you really want to be, if you try your hardest, you're not going to. And it takes time. And all the uh, kudos to her. I think she, you know, she did work hard and unfortunate that, you know, there were some players where, like you said, she was out of position. And I think that comes with being out for a while. Yeah, and I think that too, the, the chat talks about all the different types of subs that we made. And do you do you want to talk about that a little bit? Do you think yeah, uh, Sid should have came off McCaskill? I want to go back to one thing about the midfield though, because we do look at it and McCaskill, yes, is a PK, but she's a midfielder. She scored one of our goals. Ricaro, another yes. midfielder, mm -hmm. gets that night first goal in the ninth minute. So as much as we want to say we weren't building out of the midfield, our midfield still was the group that yep. scored for us. Yep. Game so yep. I also have to say, too, I love, and I don't know, I just noticed it more this game for some reason, the interchanging of McCaskill and Sydney up top. Yep. Did you guys see that I defensively yeah. as well, too? I think that worked very well for them, and I like that. So I hope they continue on with that. So. Um, and so, what were you what were you bringing up here about this? Oh, Sid the subs. Now? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Take, I'm surprised of the subs that she made when she made them, and I don't know if maybe it was a fitness factor because they were coming off of a break. I don't know exactly what the reason behind it was. Did she talk about that? Because you were in the presser, weren't you? Yeah, she just really talked about um, getting the girls more playing time and yeah. getting them out there. But I didn't really. I don't know if our subs were the thing we needed. You know, I always think like having like. Charlie coming out and things like that, seeing that, and that energy is great, but it's just, I don't feel like we turned anything on in the second half, which is yeah. un, a very rare thing for our team. You did see the girls huddle up and like try and get that pep talk and try and get that energy back together. But I think, <laughs> might've been John earlier in the chats who said that Fishlock fueled the team and she was a yep. firecracker and you Agreed. just, when you have something like that, it's really hard. And then when the momentum comes on, when you bring in a Tobin Heath sub, like I don't care who you are, that's gonna get in your head yeah. as a player when you see somebody with that name and that repertoire coming onto the pitch. You see that number 77 and you're like, 
got to strike some fear into people. I agree, and I think, like you said, as a player, I think when you see that player who's so technical and so smart in the ball coming in, it's a game changer whether yeah. you like it or not. And that's what, exactly what she did. So before we move on, how, I guess, for how demoralizing do you feel like this loss is for the team? Um, do you think it really affects the momentum moving forward, looking into Orlando in the future season, or I'm sorry, weeks? Or is it just another one of those things, kind of like we've been saying this kind of this whole year, it's, it's time, it's injury, yeah. we got players out, chemistry. Um, I think does it weigh as much? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're competitors, right? So yeah. I think they're going to approach each game for, as a different, completely different game. Obviously, it, it hits, I mean, it, everyone knows when you're playing in a big game, and you're winning and you're leading and they come back and they win in the final minutes, you're like, what just happened? It's kind of like the shock value. I mean, it happened to us in the- Never happened to me. Never happened to me. In the Olympics, I mean, we were winning the whole game three to two and that happens and it just, it's like gut-wrenching. Mm -hmm. It just takes like all that hard work and energy that you, and sacrifice and all that stuff that you put out in the field, blood, sweat and tears, and then all of a sudden, it's like taken away from you because they had the momentum in that first half. And then so when they come out and they just fought so hard and at the end you're just like. Yeah, it's like a oh. sour taste that leaves, that it's just in your mouth for the next yeah. week until the next game. So I do think that this will light a fire in them. And I don't think this will happen again. They're, I don't think yeah. they're gonna lose 2-0 ever again this season. Call How do you shake that off? Do you like change your routine in the morning? I know some of no. us are a little superstitious mm -hmm. here. No, nothing changes? Nothing no. changes, you go as business look as forward, usual, right? Because that's just, that's why you're an elite athlete, right, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and they're professionals. We have to, mm -hmm. you know, they're professional athletes. I think they've been playing their whole lives and a loss, that's soccer. You're gonna lose and mm -hmm. you're gonna, that's a sour taste, like I said, but they're gonna come back. They're also they playing are. Orlando <laughs> where they lost last game. So, so true. They're Rely. gonna get into that. Freaking A, let's go. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but first, it's time for class of 22. This week, we asked the team, if you weren't a soccer player, what would you be? Check it out. Law school right now, something along those lines. I studied real estate development and finance, so I'd be somewhere in that world, probably back at home in Colorado. Yeah, I'd make clothes. I'd come out with my own fashion brand. Yeah, I can somehow give back to the community. Photographer. Always wanted to be like a National Geographic photographer. Um, something where I got to travel the world, meet people, and then share their perspectives. I'd probably do take the route of um, going into the FBI. I majored in speech pathology, so I want to be a speech pathologist. A veterinarian. If I could just snap and do it, something in like the mental health counseling, therapist, mental coaching area. I have a podcast about mental health. I love it, so I like helping others. If in an ideal world, if I could like do whatever, maybe I'd want to be a writer. I like to be a motivational speaker, but I also like cooking, so maybe a chef that does motivational speaking. I think it's so incredible how when these ladies were asked who they what, what they want to be and what they would do without hesitation they had an answer and also we talked about it last week but Angel City's Player 22 development program that's helping former athletes um, and former NWSL players decide and really figure out what they want to do in life beyond the pitch um, like on the front office side still staying within soccer is so incredible and I just think it's amazing that all these women knew off jump what they would do so I'm gonna ask each of you when you were younger, uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? 
Ooh, well, when I was really young, I wanted to be an astronaut, so <laughs> that didn't happen. But that's okay because now, as I grew older, I realized, you know, I kind of want to stay in sports. I love sports. I love soccer. When so did you cool. want to become a pro soccer player? Um, when I was probably like five years old. Aww. Yeah, so I would write down, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'd write, pro soccer player. Oh, well, you did it. Yeah, that's my, uh, I was going to say that's my, like, password answer. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I was, yeah. Disregard. <laughs> Scrap this part out. What about you, Nita? You know, I never really had anything. I think I've just bounced around careers so many times, but there's one thing I knew I wanted to do at a time. I was really interested in working for Opta doing soccer stats, uh, oh. but their only internship was available in New York, and I don't like snow. Yeah, <laughs> you like soccer stats. Oh, it's so fun. It, it must be really hard to like find people for that job. Yeah. So. Well, they only had an internship in New York, and I was like, I can't. I could totally see you doing that. I could though. too. Yeah, hundred percent. The stats. I do. She literally just sent us a whole stat yeah, page before the show. Sent us a whole stat show or page before the show. Impressive. So that you? was the thing. Oh, sorry. No. Can you guys guess? I don't want a to model. Guess. <laughs> a model. No, no. But thank you. Uh, Five. No, just kidding. Uh, Broadway. No, just kidding. <laughs> Wait, that, that was really good. Yeah, I, that, that was, was good. like actually not very good. Sorry. I have a. Um, Would you be a star? <laughs> I grew up in theater. I did musicals. I was like the lead in musicals and choir and all that stuff. So I, I wanted to oh be, my goodness. and I love going to see Broadway, like, you know, like Rent and yeah. Wicked. I, I can do all the, theater I can do crazy too. voices too. Yeah. So I can do Barney the Purple Dinosaur. That has nothing to do with Please Broadway. Please do it now. Please do it now. <clears throat> I love you. I love you. You love me. <laughs> As you can see, I <gasps> was 10 out of 10, someone get her on a oh, I was made for TV, apparently. <laughs> wow, that was animated. That's that. If anybody needs a Barney voice, hire me. I mean, that was great. His All right, Megan, what about you, though? What would you have been? Uh, oh, when I was younger, I wanted to be a ballerina so bad. I could see that. A professional oh. ballerina. I did I ballet until I graduated high school, and I wanted to be pro, do the whole, like, go to New York, dance for, like, American Ballet Academy, and then I figured out I was too short, and then, you know, they... Wow. There's a height requirement for ballet? There's, it's not, there's not a height requirement, but there's like preferred, especially when you're in the line, they want everyone to be like a certain height. Yeah. And then, okay. you know, the dancer lifestyle. Yeah. Not a lot of money. I, 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 I tried ballet and then I was like, I need to kick somebody. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> to kick things. And you went for soccer. So I'm going to go to soccer. <laughs> <laughs> well, great stuff. Look at this group chat right now. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Voiceover <laughs> artists are underappreciated. All right, okay. wait. Are you going to give us one more? Here we go. I don't know. your audition tape right yeah, here. Here we go. Three, two, one, action. Hi, everybody. My name is Lauren Sussman, and I'll be talking for the voice of Barney. <clears throat> Pro wrestler, that's. <laughs> I love you. Hi, boys and girls. I love you. You love me. I love you. Singing for me. Wait, Cam's going to make a shirt. I need to kick somebody, says 22. <laughs> Standing ovation. You guys, I'm not great. breaking teeth. I can do better, but I got nervous. <laughs> that was great. I got nervous. Anyways, back to soccer. Anyways, I wonder <laughs> if Jess is still in the chat. I wonder what her face is doing right now. Jess, would, Jess, crazy. Would, <laughs> Jess would be like this. Jess would leave. She Jess would leave. literally be uh, <laughs> disgusted with us. When I came to LA today, I did not know I was going to get Broadway Barney, but thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, we're going to actually continue having some fun with the game. It won't be as fun as Barney, but. Ooh. Angel City heads to Orlando this Sunday for their second meeting with the Pride this season. Angel City lost 1-0 the last time these teams met. Actually, no thanks to Sid LaRue. So we yes. decided it's time to try a new game. We're calling it Here Comes Revenge. So how this works 
is I'm going to pull an incomplete statement from this box and assign it to somebody on the panel, and it will be their job to complete the statement and explain themselves. They have no idea what's in this box. They are terrified and have been freaking out about it all day long. So I am going to have so much fun with this. I love you. Amanda, what did I just do now? Amanda, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. We have no idea. All right. Oh, my God. I'm nervous for this so game. Can so I do Codenizer? She's assigning it. One Nobody thing knows. Angel City will do better is blank. Nina. Score. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, one thing Angel City is going to do better is score. I know McLeod's a great keeper. You know, I think she brings it, and she's really good on that back line. But we got to score. We got to find a way to penetrate their defense. They're a very defensive-minded team, and we've heard a thousand and one times that defense can win games. But we got to figure it's it out. It's going to get a goal for, for us now, not Orlando. Yes. So, a score prediction? Ooh. I mean, I don't want to say 2 nothing anymore because now it's like bad. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> now half time. Only going into half. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. one goal first half, one goal second half. 2 Sydney? nothing. Sydney with both. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, She's got to make it up. Sure. I, I mean, obviously, everyone has their own question, but I'm going to put you two on the hot spot. What does Angel City need to do better, or what will they do better? Oh, I was going to give you a score prediction. What do they need to do better? Um, I think it's just, for me, it's just uh, the runs from the outside, too. It's just making sure that defensively they're compact, like Spraya was alluding to. The second half, they weren't as compact as they were as the mm. first half. So making sure they're compact and just, you know, filling those spaces, following the runs, following their players. Um, you know, we did say Jasmine got a little, she was a little out of position. Um, so just making sure they're intact defensively, I think, is going to be a big thing for them. And score prediction? Um, two to one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And speaking more offensively, I completely agree with you defensively, but offensively I think more transitions off the ball because then that leads to chances and chances leads to goals and we love goals. So <laughs> yeah, and score prediction 2-1. Okay, so 2-1, okay. 2-0. Who do you think scores for Angel City? I think Sydney. Both goals? Yeah. Both goals. I think it's time. It's going to be a breakthrough. Yeah. She owes us. Yeah. <laughs> really is what it comes down that to. That if you're watching, you owe us. <laughs> Just us though. See you yeah. I don't and know then someone just said we didn't have Riley last match against them, um, which is a good statement. Yes, so I think it's going to be. And do, are we going to have Jill's back? Is, is Jill's back? Um, I don't know. She should be. I know she's out with the sports tournament. I know correct? they were talking to her. Jr. went around to get all the player autographs at the season ticket holder event, and um, he asked her, and she said, "I should be back soon." Awesome. So, five I, mean, I hope she didn't lie to Jr. I mean, Portland <laughs> and Houston and everyone else pretty much routed Orlando, so. Yeah, but Orlando just two two against. Was anybody did anybody watch that game against yeah. Kansas City? It was a good game. Yeah, it was a good game. See, see, this game's not that scary. Well, watch, watch. I'm gonna get the scary question. Yeah. All right. One thing that will happen this time is Jen. Which hold on, how is this different? One thing that will happen this time is. I mean, I'm gonna have to say the same thing. We're gonna probably score. We're not probably. We are gonna score. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, let's differentiate this. How is this different than the score, the goals we have um, against OL Reign? What kind of goals? Mm -hmm. I think we're gonna do some distance shooting from outside the box. I think we're gonna have the Golasso, and I also think that we're gonna have a little cross in, and then someone's gonna do a little header. Is Sid gonna bring back the bicycle kick that you tried that one game? Oh, I would love that. Two goals for number two, <laughs> says Amanda. And you know what? I Digging into this a little more, so we know that Pride are a very defensive-minded team. They usually play a 4-5-1 formation. Like, you want to talk about parking the bus. <laughs> um, it's, last time we played that, they played five defenders. So 
Why? How do you score against five defenders? We know they're going to be strong on their counterattack. All I got to say is why, though? Why? Yeah. Why? I why mean, are they we... not good enough to... Just are they not good enough five. offensively? Yeah, that's that's my only thought. Is... Five, I've never even... If you're playing five defenders, then you got a whole lot of other issues going on. Yeah. Maybe just add a few more up top. Obviously. <laughs> going to state the obvious. Yeah, Bring John Jackson, great suggestion. This time we will send in eight attackers. Yes. Maybe that is what we do. I mean, we've got Tyler Lucy. Maybe we are going to start we will have four Tyler. attackers. Ooh. So what, what's going to happen this time, um, Lauren? I don't know what else to say. I think we've covered everything. Okay. So you said SIDS is going to be a bicycle kick. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I'm calling it. Last one, and this is obviously coming to you, Lauren. Uh, you got Ooh. this. <laughs> I hope somebody got a screenshot of that. <laughs> one thing that won't happen again against Orlando that happened against Ray. One thing that won't happen is I will say this: an early goal like they did when they against Orlando that they because they scored like right away in like the first like minute or two of the game. So I think. We're gonna come out, as we alluded to before, we're gonna come out swinging, we're gonna be ready to attack. We don't wanna lose this game. So they won't be scoring on the scoreboard early. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Okay, what about you, Nina? I, I mean, I would go with the same thing. I think we're going to hold them. I think one thing that won't happen is our defense isn't gonna get caught. You know, yeah. we're gonna be holding our line strong and that's what we're gonna need because this is a team that's gonna play for the counterattack. So our defense is going to have to really hold that line well. I don't think, I th I mean, I guess, I think we're going to catch them offside a bunch. And I'm just hopeful on that. You know, I think that's going to be something that makes this match. Yeah. And I think talking about holding back, I think that we're not going to lose by, you know, we're not going to be up and go, you know, lose by 2-0 again. Um, I think we're going to obviously score some goals and, one thing that won't happen again is we're not going to lose. So there we go. There yeah, Amanda go. agrees with you. We won't lose a two-nothing lead. There, there we go. go. That's a one more Who question. These paper um, strips. One more question for you, Jen. What won't, as a former midfielder, what won't the midfield do again? Um, I think what we won't do, um, kind of just be very spread out. I think after the goals, it got kind of got a little frantic. And as a midfielder, if you're not compact, if you're not staying together, you are just disorganizing the whole team. So I think. Uh, that's not going to happen. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see these uh, predictions come to life. Like I said, I'm just here to uh, have receipts and use them against you or <laughs> prove you all right um, at, the end of, at the end of the match. But moving on, earlier this season, Angel City held their media, media day here at XRM Studios. I had the opportunity to sit down with Allie Wright. Allie Riley, from Brittany to cooking, I learned so much about her on and off the pitch. Check out our conversation. So I see you're a frequent TikTok user, frequent-ish, so am I. First want to say the one where you knock the coffee, I think it's coffee or whatever, your oh drink gosh. over with your hair is probably the funniest thing. I'm curious to know what what are some TikTok accounts that you enjoy following? So I'll tell you what, I don't look at TikTok, but I love using it to edit videos because okay. I love editing videos and making content. So I found that it's such a cool tool and you know, my friends will tell me the trends and then I will attempt to do them, but it ends up being me knocking something over and not being able to figure out the dance. So I pretty much just try to come up with my own things that'll make people laugh. So when I was looking at your TikTok and your Instagram, I get the sense you're a 
big Britney Spears mm -hmm. fan, is that correct? Yes, I love Britney. <laughs> I saw you dressed up uh, as her for Halloween. Yes, I did. Right? Okay. yes, I did. Yes, I did. And then when I talked to Carrie, she said you guys were dancing to, yeah. to Britney in the, in the weight room. So how big of a fan are you on a scale of one to 10? Uh, 10. Have you gone to any of her concerts? No, I wish, but I wasn't, I couldn't like afford to go to concerts yeah. when I was younger. And then now, I mean, the songs that I like are the ones when I was in high school and like growing up and just got me so pumped up. And I feel like she's such a like girl power energy vibe. What are some of your favorite Britney songs? Oh my gosh, I honestly like so many of them, but <laughs> mm, I like Stronger. Mm -hmm. But I will say that when I exercise, work bitch is like can get me through any treadmill workout. I need to try that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll work out more if I do that. <laughs> Earlier, I talked to Kristen and I asked her what college Allie was like, and she said that you're you were rock solid and you always had a good sense of self, which I thought was cool to hear. But I want to know, well, one, what do you think of that, and two, <laughs> what was college Kristen like? It was a long time ago, <laughs> right. but I think that was very nicely put. Obviously, I've traveled a lot since then and experienced so many different cultures and seen different styles of play and different styles of leadership. So I think I've taken a lot of that with me now. And Kristen? Kristen was the star. You know, I think we had, obviously, I'm a year older than her, and we had Kelly O'Hara my year and, and Kristen a year younger. And I, I was a forward, um, one year until we had better players come along to play forward. But at one point, we did have a front line with the three of us, which seems such a long time ago now. But to see how that nose for goal and that winning mentality that someone like Kristen has, I think I felt the difference of like, yeah, I think I'm more of a defender. <laughs> <laughs> I see that you and Tony co-founded Girls Gone, is it Girls Gone Veg? Girls Gone Veg. Veg, oh, I thought it was Veg. I should have gone with my gut. What's your favorite vegan meal to make? Or easiest vegan meal to make, and why should I make it? My pre-game meal that I always do, and I actually made it this morning, okay. it are enchiladas. Then it's like the easiest enchiladas, and I thicken up the sauce using tofu, throw black beans in there, because one of the questions we always get is, how do you get enough protein when you don't eat meat? So these are like the easiest enchiladas, and it's so perfect for a pre-game meal. So it can go into the cookbook. Are you making a cookbook? Yeah, Tony and I are writing a cookbook right now. When is it coming out? Hopefully next year. Oh, I can't wait. Last question for you. I read that you love pizza. Mm -hmm. Does pineapple belong on pizza? I personally don't like Hawaiian pizza, but if that's what someone wants, then all power <laughs> to them. You know, we have recipes that will have things that people haven't tried before, and hopefully they like it. Truffle for me, that's what I need. Forget the pineapple. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this cookbook. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. Okay, so I have a question for each of my panelists coming out of that interview with Allie, which first of all, how sweet is she? And she's I so love cute. Her. And so this nice. One I wish I would have always had the opportunity to play with her. Yeah. She would have been a great teammate, I feel like. No, I never no. did. Yeah. Me you can see why she makes such a great captain. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Okay, so each one of you, pineapple and pizza, yes or no, and your favorite Britney song. Absolutely not. I think pineapple is supposed to be eaten separately. No. Sorry. What? Yeah. And favorite no. Britney song? Oh, um, probably Toxic. <laughs> Ooh, weird. Weird. <laughs> Funny story. We're not going to dive into that. Nina? <laughs> Definitely no pineapple on pizza. And probably my first Britney song, which would be Oops, I Did It Again. Like, I know it's just a classic. Yeah. 
It's not an out, I promise. Oh, here we go. Now we're going to hear the Britney performance from Lauren. Oh, here she goes again. All right, Lauren. I did it. Apparently, Lauren. it tasted really yummy. Yeah, hot take on pineapple. So you, yes, pineapple pizza. Give me all the pineapple in my mouth. I love it. And then Britney I mean, not on pizza, though. Oops, I did it again. It was definitely, like, yeah, my generation. Like, yeah. Pineapple on pizza does not taste good, Soccer USA. Sorry. What about you, Megan? Oh, slave for you. No, absolutely no pineapple on pizza. Ooh, I love pineapple. I love is. pizza. I love them separately. And my favorite Britney song is Slave for You. Yeah. Ooh. I agree. You know, the dancer in me loved that video. Yeah. Even though I actually saw a TikTok recently, of course I did, where um, someone's actually doing the choreography again, and you realize like, it's like a little bit like we idolize this choreography so yeah. much, and it's kind of not that great. <laughs> Probably a year later. Like, yeah, but you know, seven year old me loved it. Wait, Seven quick question. Years. Ranch on pizza. Abs yes. yes. Okay, yes. okay, good. Yeah, that's okay. acceptable. Oh, good <laughs> stuff. Okay, well, it's that time where we're going to engage with you all in the chat. So send in your questions, anything you want us to answer. It does not have to be football related, but we already have one here from Brian. Oh, I lost oh, it. Oh, he took it back. Brian, come back. Okay, I mean, Jess agrees with ranch, but Jess, um, <laughs> yes, pineapple, yes or no? Um... Let's see. Britney Spears should perform <gasps> for Angel City's halftime. I, I agree, make that Carlos. Such a good idea. <laughs> I'm sure we could. Definitely. That oh, that would be amazing. We should That'd do so an cool. Angel Wears Boots Britney segment <gasps> where we okay. just come out and like. <laughs> yeah. So Brian wants to know, would you start Tyler Lucy at forward again now that Spencer is back? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I definitely would. I mean, I think we said earlier, let's start five forwards. <laughs> you know, put them all out there. Um, but do we want Spencer as defense? Because also knowing we're going to have to have a really strong back line against this team to prevent the counterattack. That's a really That's good point. Difficult. It's a well, reason you, why I didn't get Freya's job. I was gonna say, so how would you how, what would your starting 11 be? I mean, I definitely want to see Gilles back. Ideally, that would be the case with Allie Riley, Megan Reed. And then I don't know. And I'm glad I'm not Freya. <laughs> would you put Paige out there? I think I would have to because I think. I think if they're going for a more defensive start, maybe. Yeah, I think that would be then the way to go because otherwise it would be Tyler Lucy and I think we would need to see Tyler up top. I think it'd be a nice little change to that. Ooh, Daniel T. Yes, I like that. Let's get Swaby into the rotation. She did really well. I think that would be amazing. I would love to see Swaby get that start. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I agree. I haven't seen enough of her, so I would like to see a lot more of her. Mm -hmm. for sure. So you're indecisive, Lauren, of whether or not um, Spencer should play at forward or on the back line? I mean, look at what, what Jess just said. At some point, fullbacks got to play fullback and forwards got to play forwards, right? But so I would like to see Paige, Reed, Jill, Riley. On the back, okay. Just to start this back line. I mean, yeah. And I would push Spencer up for her to use her quickness, her speed yeah. and her quickness and her mm -hmm. ability to, to get by players up top. Or if anything, start yeah. Spencer outside or in the back line then maybe just move her up at some mm -hmm. point yeah change up the that could happen exactly as well yeah yeah we got to create a lot of chaos in the 18 yard box so that way we can make sure we're getting those balls in there you know when you have that many bodies in there we got to have a little fun little chaos mm -hmm. throw charlie in there maybe yeah, me too exactly. especially with five in the back <laughs> especially with five in the back mm -hmm. yeah. definitely i like this question from brian chua too like uh who will score this week i mean we already said sydney twice mm -hmm. but do you think you guys said two to one. I don't know. Do you think, is it Jenkins gets another one? 
She's been doing pretty well for them. Is that the one? Yeah. I, I like, I'll, I'll I say like so, her. Yeah. Okay. Like Whoever scores. <laughs> All right. Feelings on the Maya Perez loan. I was excited about this. I think this is going to be a good opportunity for her. Yeah. It's going to be a great opportunity, but you were asking earlier too, like almost comes now. She might. Do we know? Is she here? Like she could be. Come on, she, she's probably taking a little. Yeah, she's probably <laughs> coming very, very, very soon. But I don't know. Dee Dee is playing great. Dee Dee, I think she's I earned her spot. How she has come so big? That out and that that mm -hmm. chemistry and that momentum, the way that she is. I mean, the energy she provides on the field too. It's just like, it's secure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel so safe with her back there. But I'm I'm happy that Perez. I mean, for players like this that don't get a lot of playing time, for her to be able to go over. In France, I believe it's France that she is, mm -hmm. and and to get you know some game time, and she's gonna be a starter, I believe, going over there. So this that's gonna be huge for her, and then coming back into the league later down the road. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's talk for a second though about the chemistry that's gonna be needed because if you were to put Almuth in, let's just say like I don't think we should. I think Didi mm -hmm. earned that spot. I think mm -hmm. it's Didi's. But what does the connection have to be like between the defense and the keeper on a game like that? Like how long does that take? What do you do? It takes a while. It takes, it takes a, a few games. I yeah, it say. takes a yeah. few games. Um, but for me, it doesn't matter who's playing behind me as long as they communicate. You know, it doesn't matter as long as I know their tendencies, where they like the ball. They don't like some people don't like it right foot, left foot, whatever. Uh, play them in certain spaces. You just have to kind of understand their tendencies. But if they are not communicating, I've played with keepers that don't communicate, and it's it was it's a mess. It was, it was a mess. Yeah. So as long, and I mean, obviously she's one of the best goalkeepers, so she's, you know, coming in, she's definitely going to do that, so. So one last one here before we close out the chat. Um, oh, shoot. It went away. But. <laughs> Is it Our Mermaids Real? Because I would like to address this. What do you think? Yes, obviously. Mermaids uh, are real. <laughs> I have a very interactive imagination. <laughs> yeah, we know. God, we, we know. We got that. I've seen this already. Um, I can't. I didn't see where it went away. I mean, we kind of addressed Sydney and Simone um, playing together, but um, gosh, I forgot it. That's a good one, though. One Euro player. In yeah. City. Let's go with that one. Last one. Should consider signing. One Euro player. How do you? How do you pick all of them? There's yeah. so much I'm talent. Home. I mean, Pick you guys one. watched the Euros. There's so were much so talent. Good. I don't even know. It would have to be obviously. I don't know. Would it be a fullback or would it be a forward? A nine for me. A nine I, or a fullback? I don't know. Fullback. Fullback. I think we need fullback, mm -hmm. so probably that. Yeah. But to pick one, that's kind of hard. Yeah, I don't definitely know who hard. I would choose in that. I definitely like what John is saying, though. I think he's referencing uh, Gerardo's question earlier, and I would yeah. love to see Charlie and Larue up top together. Definitely. Let's do it. 100%. Yeah, I'm in. Me too. All right. We all, we all agree then. Well, thank you all for your questions. We are running out of shows, so let's get to stoppage time. Lauren, you are up first. All right, you guys. I'm going to make this short and sweet, but times are changing, and I'm loving it. I don't know about you guys, but they just announced that um, for the 2024 Olympics in France that the women's final will be the last game of the Olympics before. So it'll be the men the day before, and then it will be the women. And that is a huge step in the right direction. I think that's pretty, to end on a bang, yes, I think, I would love to see that, I don't know about you guys, but also they announced um, that they won't be doing any double headers as well. And each game um, will be a standalone event, which is huge. I mean, it's a testament to see the Euros this past and a bunch of other games where the, the audience 
and the fans have been the numbers were insane like mm -hmm. 90,000 87,000 yesterday I think it was 88,000 um, you know women's soccer is here and it is here to stay and it is just getting better and better and better and so to have um, the opening or the last match of the Olympics um, be a women's match is going to be pretty pretty sweet and special yeah it's incredible it's amazing I'm so excited you know it's been a long time coming mm -hmm. they earned this yeah for sure thank you guys helped to earn it like <laughs> like when we talk about it like professional players like the both of you who've come before help to set the stage for something like this yeah so it's, it's beautiful. awesome yeah I'm so excited it's gonna be here Paris is I mean it's we're in the August it's coming Paris 2024 is very soon mm-hmm I can't wait oh super let's exciting let's go <laughs> let's go I mean all right Jen okay my stoppage time is I'm well that I'm super excited for Angel City um, because they're about to play the Mexican national team <laughs> um, after that, um, it's the first time a NWSL team has ever played a national team, which is pretty cool to me. I think it's historic. And I also think it's really cool for the Mexican national team girls because a lot of them are really young. A lot of them want to do the transition from the league to the NWSL. So I think it's a good test for them. And it also brings like a different flavor to Angel City because I feel like the Mexican national team has a different flavor, has a different style of play than most NWSL teams. So it's going to be a great match. It's going to be fun. It's going to bring the Latin community here to Los or to the bank. Um, if they're not already fans of Angel City, I think it's going to you know create even more of a, a show, a talk. It's going to be super historic, really fun, and some great food bowls. <laughs> Are you going to be there? I will be there for sure. Help you all are as well. Yeah, yes. come, you too. I'll yeah, we'll have down. to like. We should all go. We're I'm all. In. I mean, I'm going when for sure. Vamos uh, after Labor Day weekend. So yes. that Monday. Let's go. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, we'll make a day of it. Come say yeah. hi to all of us. <laughs> Sarah's birthday. Oh, perfect. Oh, little fiesta for her. There we go. <laughs> I right. like that a lot. <laughs> her birthday well. sometime in September. But anyways, okay. <laughs> Nina, all you. All right. My stoppage time has to do with something that was an inequality. We got a little tweet that we're going to throw up here for you. But this is something that is being addressed by the league. The NWSL met in July, and they are going to work to improve exactly what you're seeing here the camera situation and the feed ridiculous. for games. Yikes. On the left, you've got an MLS sideline camera, and on the right, you have an NWSL camera. This was tweeted out, I think, also by Fishlock, and you can just see the difference. And it's like, no wonder our feeds are not as great. But as of today, August 1st, the NWSL has promised to make some improvements here and to get better cameras so we can have better quality images from each game. So. It's gonna, it's gonna get better. <laughs> Gerardo, my sentiment is exactly wow. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that tweet on Saturday or Friday, whatever day it was, and it was like, I mean, if you watch NWSL, you're not surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, at some of the camera quality, but when you see the actual production that goes into it, you're like, oh. yeah. I feel That's like it was my do. dad recording my AYSO game. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, not okay. <laughs> Well, everyone, it's time to put a bow on our show. Don't forget, this show, as well as LAFC 360, is also available on podcast form. Just search 110 Football in the app of your choice. And also don't forget to join us on again next Monday for LAFC 360 and Angels Wear Boots. We'll break down everything from the games over the weekend. All right, everyone, that's our show. Thank you for joining us as always. Thank you for listening to Broadway Barney, which I will probably have nightmares <laughs> about this Please. tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> it's back. Thanks, it's back. everyone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love you all. Thanks Bye. for Bye, Jess. We with you. us. See you next week. Bye.
follow 110 Football and subscribe to this channel.